Okay, here we go. Back at it again here on the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show. It's your host, R.I.C., and the place to be, Rick Saratella. Telling it like it is when it comes to the NFL Draft since 2002. It's what we do, baby. Check us out over at the NFLDraftBible.com. We are banging you and bopping you over the head with scouting reports, player interviews, path to the draft videos, rankings, you name it. We got it. And today we've got another great prospect lined up for you today here on our Blog Talk Radio channel. Of course, we're also available on iTunes, so please like it, subscribe it, share it. We appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, check us out, NFLDraftBible.com. We'll have this interview up there as well in its entirety. So um, we are 75 days away from the NFL Draft, Destination Dallas. And, you know, it's always good to talk to a prospect that's in my own backyard. And the super producer, Sammy C., is is about a month away from – our due date for the baby. So we'll see if I can get out to the Villanova pro day, which to my understanding is going to be very well attended by NFL scouts. We'll talk about that as well as his draft journey, his preparation and what he's doing right now. I know what he's doing right now. He's getting ready to work out. He's Trey Johnson, the Villanova defensive back. And he joins us on the pressure sportswear hotline right now. We welcome him into the show. How are we doing today, Trey? I'm good. How y'all doing? We're doing excellent. And uh, I know you're getting ready for a workout here this morning. You've been about uh, a month and a half into the draft preparation process. What has this combine style of training been like for you? How has the process treated you? Some people find it to be a mental grind. Other people just go with the flow, kind of enjoy the process. What's the whole process been for you personally I think it's been a real fun process you know it's definitely a mental grind and extremely strenuous physically you know but like it's just waking up early you know waking up and getting straight to it you know like even this morning uh, I actually finished the workout we already we already worked out this morning I just finished getting breakfast with my family you know so it's just kind of being that professional and being able to consistently do it every single day you know it's Sometimes it's hard. Some people can't get up that early in the morning. You know, they they mentally not tough enough. And this this draft prospect, this uh, this draft process rather has really kind of mentally strengthened me and just been able to like, you know, you gotta get up and get after it because when you want something that you really never have, you gotta be able to do things that you never done before. So you just gotta keep working. You know, it's just that mental and physical strain, just being able to get after it every day. A great mentality to have, and the best of the best. The best in the business will tell you it's what you do when no one's looking. You know, it's easy mm-hmm. when you're with the train and uh, training OTAs, off-season activities, and you're doing it as a team. But what are you doing when nobody else is around? And like you said, you already got it in today. Up at it early this morning, Saturday, Trey Johnson, Villanova. And you know what? This Villanova football team, quite a few prospects on this roster and a uh, heck of a defense, heck of a secondary. Uh, Rashawn mm-hmm. Stewart, Malik Reeves, yourself. Uh, I got a chance to meet your teammate, Ed Shockley. But I think that, you know, your pro day should generate a lot of interest from NFL scouts. And from my understanding, maybe you can confirm this for us, is your pro day workout actually going to be held at the Temple faci- facility this year? Uh, yeah, it's actually going to be over at Temple uh, March 23rd. We finally set up the date, you know, so – that's really just 
the day of the coming out party, you know, and it's going to be a good day. It's definitely going to, I feel like it's going to be a lot of prospects there because we have we have a lot of talent coming out this year and it's it's happy I'm happy that we're kind of just taking everybody by storm, you know. Nobody really was expecting it. So it's good that you know we're starting to get the recognition that I feel that we all properly deserve. Mhm, indeed. March 23rd for all you NFL scouts out there. Put it on your calendar. Hopefully I'll be there. I got the uh, pregnant Super producer Sammy C. So we'll see if I can get there, but we'll definitely have an NFL draft Bible representative on location. So many talented players and Trey, you know, what is it, what is it that you want to accomplish at your pro day when the NFL scouts leave the building that day? What, what's the lasting impression that you want them to walk away and, and say, say to themselves about Trey Johnson? kind of want them to just kind of come in there and realize that, you know, I can, I can be one of the best DVs in the, in the, in the NFL. I feel like, you know, obviously not right now at this moment, but you know, with some grooming and everything like that, I feel like I can be a dominant player in, in that league, in the NFL, in the league, you know, and that's really what I want them to recognize within me. I want them to see that the potential that I have, you know, and I want to go out there and run a nice 40, you know, and show them I have fluent hips you know, that I have speed coming out of my breaks and everything that they want to see in a defensive back and just prove to them that I have it because I, I personally believe that I do. So it's just really about just kind of showing everybody else and making them believe in me the way that I believe in myself. Speaking with Trey Johnson, the Villanova defensive back here on the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show with your host Rick Severtella. And we've been talking about the draft process, his pro day workout preparation and training we've spoken about, you know, testing and obviously the process that entails, you know, the timing, the measurables, the 40 yard dash and things of that nature. But then there's also the positional work aspect of the process. And, you know, like you said, getting ready to do those footwork drills and change of direction movements and showcasing those type of talents as well. What are some of the things or an area of your game that you're currently trying to work on improving upon right now, Trey? Uh, I think one of one of my big things is just really coming out of my break. I feel like my uh, my pedal is real fluent and real smooth, but you know there's times where I kind of break and I may be lax and it doesn't seem like I'm driving off of it. So I want to make sure that I got I got that full drive coming out of it every single time I break. You know, and just kind of showing that want to and that you know I want it. I need to get from point A to point B as quick as possible. You know, no no false steps, no false movements or anything like that. Every step has a purpose, and every step is going towards a direction or going towards the direction that I need to be going into. So that's really kind of what I'm working on, you know, when we do uh, – because we actually do field drills uh, every uh, – it's Tuesdays and Thursdays we do them uh, up, at, up at Skyway in uh, Tampa. But uh, with C.I. Corey Ivy, he's playing the NFL too. So we're just – that's kind of one of the main things that I'm focused on, you know, because we do all the uh, – the uh, the pro day stuff like the W drill, you know, the flip your hips three times, all those different types of stuff like that. So it's just really, you know, getting the intangibles right and focusing on on the little details and, and making sure that I'm doing what I need to be doing correctly and and doing it full speed every single time. If you're wondering who that NFL draft prospect is on the other line, that sounds ready and prepared. It's Trey Johnson, Villanova defensive back here. Uh, 45 tackles this past season, three and a half for loss, 13 pass breakups. And, um, you know, Trey, the one thing I can tell you about the uh, Wildcats, whoever schedules your, your, your football games each year, I love the fact that 
you know, that first out-of-conference game, it's it's never an easy one, whether I know this year was Temple, last year was Pittsburgh, the year before was UConn, so you guys always kick it off with one of those SBS teams, kind of a, a gauge, you know, parameter game, gauge uh, your level, uh, so to speak, and I, I love the fact that it's always a team in, in your region, but you know, take us through your collegiate career. Who are some of the tougher opponents or a tough matchup that you've had in the past where a guy that, you know, or a team has really given you some work that stands out to you and really made an, uh, an impact or an impression? And, and how do you think you fared and how did you do when you went up against them? Um, I remember uh, one game that kind of sticks out in my mind was my freshman year going against Trey McBride. You know, that was when I was just kind of real – just coming in, you know, just a little bit wet behind the ears and not really confident in my abilities. And Trey McBride came out there and he did me dirty, man. I probably had like, I don't know, like four or five catches. I remember one time he had a, uh, it was like a double move and he uh, he got me pretty bad. So I just kind of held him and got caught, got, got the pass interference or whatever. But, you know, that was that was freshman year and that was a, a, a place in time where I felt like I wasn't completely confident in my abilities. And then, you know, coming coming off of that, you know, in the years to come, I feel like I've gone against a few good receivers. You know, there was there was a receiver from Stony Brook I remember going against that caught a a, a slant on me and, and ended up scoring. There was uh, the Richmond receivers, Brian Brown, and uh, I can't remember the other guy's name. I think it was like Reggie something. Uh, they were really good. But I feel like all in all, I, I fared against any receiver that kind of came that we went up against. And when it came down to it, I felt like I was able to cover anybody at at really any any time, any position in the slot, whether it was in the slot or whether it was on the outside, I feel like I was able to just kind of lock in and be able to do what I, I do best when it comes down to being able to cover people and make sure that they that the quarterback can't get the ball to them. Yeah, a, a uh, impressive list of uh, wide receivers that you went up there against, and of course Trey McBride, seventh round pick out of William and Mary by the Tennessee Titans, currently with the Jets, and we're talking to uh, Trey. Johnson today here on the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show and uh, making an impact on the gridiron for those Villanova Wildcats. Let's let's take it uh, outside the lines, off the field a little bit, Trey. I see, you know, you're listed as uh, Let's Florida as your hometown. Are you born and raised Floridian? And you know, take us take us through growing up in Florida, what it was like, and, and how you winded up at Villanova. Um, I actually wasn't born in Florida, but I definitely was raised here. I was born in uh, Charleston, South Carolina, and my dad was in the military. So, you know, we moved around a lot. I ended up when I when I was younger. Uh, I ended up living in uh, Charleston, South Carolina, Savannah, Georgia, uh, Puerto Rico. Uh, I think we went back to Savannah for a little bit, and then uh, around first second grade, I came down to Tampa, and you know, been here ever since. And so, really, I was raised here. You know, this is. This is my hometown. When people say, where are you from? I say Tampa, Florida, because this is really all I know when it comes down to having memories of, of this place, you know, and uh, Florida is a beautiful place to be. You know, I'm actually sitting outside right now. It's like 80 degrees, a little windy, you know, it's it's a beautiful skies. You know, it's it's always great down here. It's, it's never winter, which is, which is rough, you know, which I didn't understand how rough winter could be until I went up there to uh, Villanova. So, you know, it's right. Like, Florida is definitely the place to be, so I, I love it down here, man. And uh, you know, I ended up I ended up going up to Villanova. Uh, I really didn't know much about, about the school when they came and recruited me. I remember Coach Rock, Coach Rock Valentelli came down there and he was uh, talking to me. He was I remember the first time I met him, I just kind of shook hands with him. and Was like, all right, whatever, dude. 
And then uh, he came back again and was like, yo, we really like you. And I just kind of started listening to him and listening to what he had to say. And he was he was talking some real nice stuff. You know, I learned about the, the culture of Villanova, the winning culture that they had and the, the academic side of it and how, how much they are involved with not only their players but also their students, you know, so and how much they push uh, academics and athletics and that it wasn't just, oh, we're going to get you here and, and make you some type of draft prospect. And if that doesn't work out, then your life sucks. But, you know, it's that we're going we're gonna to push you to be an NFL athlete. And if that doesn't work out, we're still going to push you to be a successful human being and that we're still going to have this network around you, this successful network around you that no matter what, you have to succeed, essentially. So, you know, that was something that I really found in Villanova. And I, I, I felt like I, I didn't find in any of the other schools that were recruiting me. And also one of the big things that uh, that kind of pushed me towards Villanova was that they they wanted me to come in and play right away. They weren't they weren't afraid of everybody. Every other school that I talked to were saying, "Oh, because I only weighed 165 pounds coming out of high school." So everybody was like, "Oh, you're too small. You're gonna have to red shirt." You know, we don't we don't want you to be out there yet. And I taken a year off of football before, and I knew that I really I couldn't do that. So I wanted to make sure that I can't wherever I went, I wanted to play freshman year, and, and Villanova gave me that chance to do that. And thankfully, you know, I went out there and I was able to to start a few games and be able to battle for a position, you know, my freshman year. So that, I feel like that experience in the end kind of helped me a lot, you know, being able to go out there freshman year and make my mistakes and you know learn from them. And it made me on the back end, on the latter years of my career, I kind of I weren't I wasn't making those mistakes anymore because I had already made them. So it was just a lot more smoother for me, I feel like. And all in all, you know, I, I enjoyed my time at Villanova, and, and I, I'm thankful that I ended up going there. And I, I don't regret the decision at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and playing 11 games, 21 tackles as a freshman, uh, gaining valuable experience, like you said. And uh, thanks a lot, Trey, for throwing it in my face as this cold front comes into New Jersey and we're getting ready for the snow <laughs> down there. Uh, you know, you know, you make me want to have a, a drink with an umbrella in it the way you describe Florida right now. But, um, you know, the yeah, thing I wanted yeah, to follow it's up on. The beach day today. Yeah, yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> I'm get I'm getting ready for the polar bear plunge next weekend over here. So, um, <laughs> but <laughs> I did want to follow up on the academics because Villanova is such a great school academically, like you mentioned. I see you're an economics major. Um, any giving it any thought? You know, hopefully after a long decade in the NFL, any idea down the road? you know, any, any goals or, or um, ambitions in terms of what you would like to do after your playing career? Um, not completely, but I know, I know like uh, the gist of it. I know that I want to be able to own my own business and open up something that to where I help people. Cause I, I feel like that's something that I have a, a heart for to be able to help others and just be able to help people that came from, from a situation like mine and be able to, you know, make sure that everybody has the same, the same uh, access to the same type of uh, I can't think of the word, the same type of uh, the same type of opportunities that everybody else has, you know, to create equal opportunity across the board and make sure that, you know, people understand that, you know, you don't have to live a certain type of lifestyle that, you know, you can, you can succeed what your parents did. You can succeed, like you can surpass what other people around you are doing just because you're in this environment doesn't mean that you have to stay in it. You know, you can always be able to, surpass whatever it is that's around you you just have to think larger than where it is you are you know your mind your mind can't be 
completely contained by what's around you. You have to be able to realize that there's things bigger around you and that you can reach those things and they're attainable. You just got to work hard and be able to get to it. So I don't, I don't know exactly what kind of business it is that I want to open up, but you know, I might go into like just being a physical trainer or something like that. Like at first, you know, just because that's, that's my background. Sports have always been a, a part of my background ever since I was younger. You know, that was, that was my way of making friends. So like, I'm not sure exactly what it is I want to go into, but I do know that I want to I want to own my own business. I don't I don't want to have to look to somebody else to be my boss. You know, I want to be able to wake up in the morning and say, all right, let's get it. You know, this is and go talk to my team or whoever it is that I ended up ha- I end up having on my my business board or whatever, and just be able to say, this is what we need to do today. This is what we need to do this week, this month, whatever it is, and we get it done and we we set those goals and we and we reach them every single time. Well, it sounds like you have a great vision for it, and uh, I'm confident that you'll be successful in, in whatever path you choose. And uh, the entrepreneurial spirit is certainly flowing through your blood. I can feel it. We're talking to Trey Johnson, Villanova defensive back here on the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show. You know, I see that you missed the 2014 season with an injury, Trey. Take us through that experience. What was it like dealing with that type of adversity, being relegated to the sidelines, and what did you learn from that whole experience? Um, well, first of all, it was awful. I didn't like it at first. You know, it was, it was real rough, but uh, it was definitely a learning experience, and it taught me a lot of, of mental strength. You know, it taught me a lot that this game just isn't about me and that it can be taken away at any time, like in a second, you know, because – I was training, getting ready for the for the next season, and then all of a sudden they were like, "Yo, you got to get surgery, and you're gonna miss the whole season." So it's just like you got to be mentally t- tough in order to play this game when it's whether you're on the sideline or on the field. And it it hurt me a lot to be able to see my team succeeding, and me not be able to be a part of it. You know, I felt like I was kind of on the outside looking in. You know, and that and that made me mentally tough. It made me learn that. You know this game is is really a, a team sport, and that in order to be a part of that team, you got to make sure your body's right, and you got to make sure you know you're doing the proper things, you make sure you're doing treatment, whatever it is that you got to do, to make sure that your body is 110% ready to go every single every single Saturday or every single Sunday or whatever day it is that I ended up playing on. So it's just a mental a mental stress that it really was. You know, I learned I learned a lot about myself and about like. Uh, just being confident in myself and being able to to believe in myself at all times and really the people that were in my circle I I turned I tightened up my circle a lot that year because I realized that there were just people that were my friends just because I was on the field and they were just seeing that I was I could possibly end up being successful but once that was taken away from me they kind of they kind of disappeared and I ended up feeling lonely and there was a few people there that that were are always going to be there for me and that's a main reason as to why my family uh came in came into play and I realized how important family is. You know, I was I was talking to my mom and my dad just about every week, you know, and they were, I felt like they were the only people that I could talk to, you know. And my brother and sister, of course, you know, my, my whole immediate family, and they were just there for me. They were always – they always had my back, and they always have, and they I feel like they always will. So I also learned that, too, how important family is. You know, my family is something that is extremely important to me and something that I lean on heavily now. So that's – that's probably two of the things I learned, you know, mental mental strength and being able to, to believe in yourself no matter what type of difficult situation is thrown at you and, and then how important your family is, that even when you kind of start to lack that uh, that believing in yourself, that people around you still always believe in you. So 
it's good to be able to lean on them and get that belief, you know, even when I feel like I don't have it. Well, nobody ever wants to be injured, but I can tell you that sometimes there is a silver lining that comes from it and makes players stronger in the long run. Uh, Sounds like that has happened for you. And since you brought up family, I know you're the youngest of uh, three children growing up, Uh, you know, what was that like? I mean, uh, I know you have an older brother. Was, was he also involved in sports? Did you guys, you know, take it to the playground? Was, was that a, a competitive atmosphere growing up for you? <laughs> yeah, I actually uh, I grew up in a real competitive family. My dad was a, was a real competitor. He played football and, football and basketball in, uh, in high school. He was more of a basketball player, though, not too well at football. <laughs> but uh, my brother played football and basketball also. He was more of a football player. He was a lot – a lot bigger and a lot stronger. He ended up playing tight end uh, in high school. And uh, it was always competition when it came to the guys, to the males of the family. You know, we were always competing. We we had a basketball goal in our front yard. We'd always go out there and play all the time, get get bumps and bruises. My brother used to always push me around because I was always smaller than him, you know, being the younger one. But, uh, you know, we used to always wrestle and, you know, different things like that. Just kind of the big brother trying to bully the little brother. But, you know, that doesn't happen nowadays. So I remember the first time I kind of beat him in basketball, and I, I felt like it was just like a weight lifted off my shoulder. I felt like I had, you know, beat the big boss at the end of the, uh, at the end of the video game or something like that. So it's just, it's just nice to always have that competition. You know, my dad still even tries to like battle with me sometimes. He talks about trying to race me in the in the forty yard dash, and I'm just like, dude, like I'm I'm an adult now. You don't you don't want to do that anymore. So it's just funny to, you know, have always had that competition with each other. And uh, and my older sister, she was always a, a competitor. She played a little bit of basketball when she was younger. But my sister compete, learnt, taught me how to compete in different ways. She taught me how to compete academically. My sister is a, is a registered nurse now, and she actually lives out in California working at uh, Stanford doing a whole bunch of different work in, like, labs and working with people and different stuff like that. So, so much intellect that I don't even understand what she does, but – you know, I know that, that she's one of the smartest and hardest working people I've kind of ever met when it came to studying. Like, she would be studying all the time. Like, she really didn't even go out. You know, it was just always head in the book. So, that she taught me that the the academic aspect of it. And, you know, my dad and my brother kind of taught me the competition and athletic aspect of it. You know, just kind of always trying to compete and be the best one out of everybody. And then my mom just kind of taught me, you know, that love. You know, my mom was is always there. It's funny because I was just talking to her. She, she still really doesn't even understand football. Like she was, uh, we were talking about. She was on the phone with my dad one time, trying to describe the game because my dad was uh, overseas, and she was trying to describe the game of like where we were on the field. And she's like, "Yeah, they're on the ninety-yard line, blah blah blah, about the score." And he's just like, "Yo, give the phone, give the phone to somebody. Like, give the phone to somebody who understands what they're talking about." She's like, "What do you mean they're on the ninety-yard line?" I'm just like, "Mom, like." That doesn't exist, you know, but she's just – she loves it because I love it, you know, and that that shows a lot, you know, for somebody to not even completely understand what what's going on, but they're always there for you and they always want to be there for you. So, you know, that, right. that's something that she taught me and that, that, that's very important to me. Yeah, no, I, I get it. Uh, you know, my mom will listen to this show and she won't understand the word we spoke, but she'll love it. Yeah, you know, it's great. It's great. It's great to have that support system, and and not everybody's uh, blessed enough to always have that that tight knit family. And it sounds like you've got a a great tight knit family and support system around you, which which goes a long ways. And you know, I remember 
the day I beat my older brother in basketball, it is a great feeling because it's like, you know, growing up at first, they kind of, you know, they'll let you win a little bit here and there, make you feel good about yourself because you're the little brother. But then, like, once you yeah, start make, getting make good. Yeah, you keep coming back trying to win. Yeah, then, yeah, right. And then once you get good, like they they want to whip you and just like you know make sure to let you know, like yeah, I I can still, you know, whip up on you. But then you know when that day comes when you finally like when you know that they're trying a hundred percent to beat you and they can't do it. I mean that's just yeah, that's a great feeling. So uh, definitely a great. a great yeah great perspective. Um, getting to know Trey Johnson off the field here and a stroll down. Memory Lane, we're reminiscing here with the best of them, and uh, it's been great talking football with you, Trey. I, I feel like I could talk to you all day here, and hopefully I make it down to that Pro Day March 23rd on the uh, in, in the Temple facility there for the Villanova Pro Day workout just about a month or so away. Uh, I got one question we always wrap up every show with, but before we do, anything we didn't touch base on here, anything that you want to put out there, anything you've heard about yourself that you that just isn't true or anybody th- that you want to thank or shout-outs before we wrap things up? Uh, I mean, just shout-out to my family, you know, how, how great they are in it, the support system, you know, shout-out to my to my faith, you know, God, and, and the fact that I believe in him and that he believes in me, I feel like, and that, you know, he's my Lord and Savior, and, and without him, none of this would be possible, and I wouldn't even be in the position that I am today. And uh, thank you to Villanova Football. You know, they, they, they've treated me right up there. And, uh, you know, shout out to ASBI, the place where I'm training at right now. You know, we're we out there getting it in, you know, every day, every day of the week, you know, making sure that we're, we're getting our bodies right and getting better to be the best people at, at our potential pro days. And uh, that's really about it. You know, I'm just blessed to be in this position and blessed to be in this, this spot that I am today. And I'm just, I'm just thankful that people are uh, kind of starting to, recognize Trey Johnson and, and be able to realize who I am. You know, I just want to kind of share myself with everybody so that, you know, when they see my name, they're just not like, oh, who is this guy? When they see my name, I want them to know who I am and, and understand that, you know, I'm just I'm just a regular guy that God gave a, a great talent to and that I just want to build a platform to be able to, to, to exemplify that talent to everyone and exemplify how great God really is to everyone. Okay, I lied. Two more questions because I just thought of another one. Since This has been such a great interview. I, I've really enjoyed your perspective on things, and I think that you can – I think you can actually teach, you know, players that come out for the draft this time next year. They might be listening to the interview, and, you know, you talk about the training process, the agent selection process. Those are some of the biggest decisions that you'll ever make in your life when you go on to the next level. I know you've signed with Chris Martin over at OTG Sports, so take us through the agent selection process because it's almost like the high school recruiting process all over again. What was it like for you, and what kind of advice can you give to a player that's going to be in your shoes this time next year? Um, you know, what it was like for me is that, I, you know, during the season I had a few a few agents hit me up, not very many, and then uh, it's just kind of – being able to recognize who's really in your corner. You know, me personally, I kind of had to go out and find agencies. You know, I had to, you know, I, I hit up a few different agents just trying to find somebody that that would potentially accept me, you know, I feel like. And, and you know, even after meeting them, you know, there's, I wouldn't say shady figures, but, you know, people where I felt like I didn't have full trust within, you know, and that the people in their circle weren't 
didn't have the same uh, goals and aspects that I, I kind of had. And, and when I ran into Chris and, and his and the OTG team, you know, it was something where I immediately felt like a family. You know, they also had, you know, Brad Sheaton, who also was a Villanova graduate, plays for the Bucks now. He plays uh, tackle. I was talking to him, and he's a good friend of mine, of course, you know, coming from the same school. And he was like, yo, like, Chris is a great dude. You know, he, he expresses his faith. He expresses, you know, the importance of having – an agency behind you that feels like a family. And, you know, I, I already feel that, you know, just recently getting with them, you know, and I realized that, you know, this agency thing is that, you know, people are going to be hand, not only handling your money, but they're handling your future. And you got to be able to, to fully believe in them because at the end of the day, like, I'm not going to be in there when he's negotiating my contract and negotiating all those different aspects of it. You know, I got to, I got to fully believe that he's going to have the same mindset that I personally would have if I were in there. You know, so I, I wanted to you going to you want to make sure you feel like your agent is not really a replication of you, but you know he has the same thought processes and the same mindset as you, and wants the best for you. You know, not just for himself or his agency. He wants the best out of you know Trey Johnson, the athlete, and being able to to make the best out of me. You know, so that's something that I feel I feel great with. And then not only the fact that you know Chris Martin is a great dude, but just the team that he has. You know, the social marketing aspect of it and everything that they kind of taught me already, you know, even getting this interview, you know, they set this up. So also shout out to the OGT, OTG team and they're doing great, you know, and I, I love being a part of the family. So, you know, that's really, when it comes down to finding an agent of your, uh, you know, in this recruiting process or whatever, just kind of go with your heart, man. And, and make sure you talk it over with the people in your circle, whether it's your family or your close friends or whoever it is that you have, make sure that everybody's on board and everybody has the same, uh, mindset with these with these agents because you know at the end of the day they could they could just kind of disappear on you and you you don't want that you know you want somebody who's going to be loyal to you and be there in the long haul and exemplify you in every single meeting that they come come into definitely some great advice and uh yeah a lot of a lot of agents out there with bad intentions so we we appreciate the perspective there so uh all right trey Last one for you. We're wrapping things up here, and we, we end every player spotlight show interview with this last question. If I'm an NFL general manager, I want you to tell me why I should draft Trey Johnson. Because Trey Johnson is going to come in and work hard every single day. He understands that he's not the best yet, and in order to be the best, you got to be able to put in that hard work and that dedication and consistency every single time you come in there. And that's that's something that I believe in and I exemplify every day. You know, when I come into work, I'm not coming in just to just to be there, not get fined or whatever it is. I'm coming in to learn every single day because I don't know everything, but I want to know everything, and I want to be able to to go out there on that field and dominate in every single aspect of the game and and learn and be able to go out there and be confident in myself and that nobody can get past me and that I can stop anybody and everything that's in front of me. So at the end of the day, you know, Trey Johnson is going to be a person that comes in there, works hard and is consistent and gives you gives you his all every single time he steps on that field, steps in that weight room, steps in the film room, you know, and is going to develop his intellect of the game in its entirety so that my mind is working so much faster than everybody else on the field that my body just kind of has to catch up with it. And when I feel like when you're playing like that, that nobody can stop you. So that's something that Trey Johnson is going to bring to the table every single day and every single time he steps in the facility. Love it. 
There you have it. Trey Johnson, Villanova defensive back, pro day March 23rd, on location at Temple University. Hey, Trey, I know they list you at 5'11", 170 on the Villanova website, but what what are you going to weigh in at your pro day, you think? I'm weighing in at least 185. I stepped on the scale this morning, and I was 186, so – it's gonna be it's gonna okay. be a lot of uh, heads turning when I when I step on the scale that day, and I feel like I also put on a, a few inches, so I might be over six foot now. So we're gonna see when we get there, you know. All right. Well, I'll be sure to bring the NFL Draft Bible sponsored neck braces for uh, you know any necks that you break with the scouts turning their heads. <laughs> I got them covered there with that one, but. Uh, Hey, man, look forward to meeting you down the road here, and uh, best of luck with the grind this final month as you head into your pro day workout. We wish you nothing but the best of success. It sounds like you're you're headed for great things both on and off the field, and uh, please do. I'm sure the guys at OTG Sports will, will keep us posted on your progress, but, uh, you know, if you need anything, feel free to reach out and, and uh, look forward to chatting soon, my man. Yeah, man, thank you, and I really appreciate this opportunity. I had a great conversation, great interview, and I, I'm happy that we did this, you know, and, I'm, you know, anytime, you know, if you want to have another one, you know, I'm always open, so, you know, thank yeah, you. Yeah, let's do it. I'm, I'm going to hold you to it, Trey. After your pro day workout, we're going to have you back on and talk about how you did. All right, good. I'll be, I'm looking forward to it. All right, cool. There you have it, Trey Johnson, Villanova defensive back. That's what we do here on the NFL Draft Bible Player Spotlight Show. We bring you the names you need to know first since 2002. It's what we do. Check us out, NFLDraftBible.com. Trey Johnson, file it for the memory bank. And uh, March 23rd, Pro Day at Temple University, a very well-attended Pro Day from what I'm hearing. A lot of NFL scouts expected to be there. A lot of talent on display, and we're looking forward to that. Of course, uh, we got you covered on the NFL Draft Scouting Combine next week. We'll be out there for the National Scouting Combine on February 26th. And then, of course, the NFL Scouting Combine kicking off on uh, March the 1st. I think we'll have some interviews on location beginning on the 28th. So keep it locked for that at NFL Draft Bible. Of course, if you're just tuning in, this interview will be up on the NFL Draft Bible website in its entirety, of course, here on Blog Talk Radio and over at iTunes. So if you are tuned in, man, please take a second to like it, share it, subscribe it. We appreciate it. Uh, We're getting the word out there on these prospects 75 days away until destination Dallas, guys. We're getting to the nitty-gritty just outside two months, and the process will come to a conclusion. We'll find out where guys like Trey Johnson will end up playing football on Sundays. So if you haven't logged in, Uh, Check it out, NFLDraftBible.com, scouting reports, interviews, rankings, analysis, articles. We can't stop. We won't stop. Let's see. Today is February 17th. Woo! We've got you covered till April 26th. Nobody does it better, baby. And today's show brought to you by our good friends at Pressure Sportswear. Check out PressureSports.com for that. And uh, until the next time, everybody, we'll catch you.